special, 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 special. Yeah! Finally, this special episode is coming. <laughs> I'm the only one who is so glad to my special episode. You're so welcome here. And today we're gonna discuss the best albums of 19s. Yay! <laughs> Give me a second, please. <laughs> and before we start, let me provide some disclaimer about all extra subjective episodes. Here I do not want to be objective, I do not try to be objective, I do not make any research before these episodes, direct sharing of my feelings and emotions about something that I do care, and nothing else. Do not take it seriously. And also I would like to say thank you, Bandrew Scott, the host of Bandrew Says Podcast, because he gave that idea. Bandrew said in his Twitter, in his podcastage Twitter, because Bandrew also has a wonderful YouTube channel about any sound gear, so you should check this immediately. So he said, if you could only listen to one album that came out in the 90s, what would it be? Bandrew, it was very, very difficult to decide. I tell you the truth, and I found really brave people that answered to you, with one item of one album in the 90s. I can't do this because I love 90s so much, and especially the second half of 90s and the 2000s, their cultural meaning to music. That was a really nice age, one and another. So, I answered with three albums, and today we are discussing... Nah, not discussing, sharing some feelings and direct thoughts about three albums. Nevermind by Nirvana, The Great Escape by Blur, and I'll keep an intrigue about the third album, let it appear in the end of this episode. So finally we're starting, and the first album, Nevermind. Can you imagine rock music without Nevermind? Personally, I, I can't imagine. Nirvana gave us some new amazing sound, this wet, distorted guitar that sounded like it's playing through the water or something, and it's close to the cover of this album, where some cute baby is uh, under the water. But the main thing of the Nirvana sound was the dynamic in these songs, I would compare it to the dynamic of uh, some great songs by Queen. Yes, it's hard to imagine that you're listening to Nirvana songs, to their hits in first time, but if you used to, you couldn't realize that they have such a turn. In the Horus, for example, that was so rock sound, that was such an emotion. I'm sad a bit because I didn't have an opportunity to listen to this album when it was released because uh, I'm 27 years old right now and I just was born a year after it was released. But, but youth of mine and youth of few generations was with Nirvana songs. 
I think Nirvana gave enormous feeling for any teen because you listen to Nirvana and you could think that yes, he's so crazy with his lyrics and this guitar and he's so, so, and I'm crazy too. He gave me, he gave me the answer why I am so, why do I feel this, why all this happening, why I do not understand anyone. That is the thing that any teen can get in his ears. Any teen that is addicted to music, he wants to have some bra in his ears that is saying, all right, I'm crazy too. I do not understand all these adults or all this boring world. So take my CD and do not care too how to live like an adult. And then he took his gun and that was a sad ending. But the influence by Nirvana was enormous, enormous, enormous influence like some rock and roll stars from 50s, like some classic rock heroes from 60s and 70s, and they were the symbol of the MTV age. Yes, exactly, because uh, music videos by Nirvana were the base, maybe, of the timeline of MTV in its best times. And I can't discuss some exact songs by Nirvana, because... They all have some really amazing feeling and dynamic, so listen it again and again. Remember to sometimes from your life, listen to Nirvana, greatest album, we're going further. And the next album that I would like to remind you, that's The Great Escape by Blur. And I think that I'll get few episodes about Brit Rock, about Blur, about Oasis later, because these two bands had some unique competition between them, and the race was so extremely high that they could uh, release some single or album in one date to get their sales to compare them and to new who is better at the moment? Who is the first in this race? Amazing, amazing situation because two really great bands with different sound, with different wave they provide. I find that Oasis made some ballads in their bass and Blur, they had their ballads, but they have more easygoing sound if you want. They are not so epic like Oasis. And I'll stop comparing right now because I can make another episode about it and right now I just need to discover The Great Escape album and why did I choose it. The Great Escape was a top of the hill for Blur, in my view, because that's the mid of the 90s. The popularity of Brit Rock was really high at that moment and the way the Great Escape Sounds is the best picture for the classical Blur sound. Because later Blur will start their experiments with sound and with genres. And if we say the classical Brit rock of 19s, we can take The Great Escape or Park Life indeed and turn it on and hear it in all the colors 
And what do I really like in this album? That it has two types of songs. The first type is uh, easy-going, blur song that is so fun and happy and easy and so and so on. You just can turn on your Walkman and go through the street and feel just fine and do not care about anything. And they also provide here some ballads to make some answer to Oasis songs, maybe, because they are so epic and dramatic, but you find only few songs like Best Days, The Universal. These songs are epic and dramatic, but Stereotypes, Country House, Charmless Man, It Could Be You, Dan Abnormal, Entertain Me, Yukon Hero, these... Nah, Yukon Hero is uh, some soft song. And the previous are something that Blur is loved for. These 19th anthems, these optimistic songs that are so easy, that are so happy. Maybe they are so because Damon was happy in these times with his uh, girlfriend. But that's another topic for another episode indeed. And I highly recommend it. And we're going to our last album for today. And the last album that's gonna be discovered is Anima of the State by Blink-182. Such a youth anthem in every song from this album. Only sunny feelings, only something bright and stupid and awkward and light. Love this album. Love Blink-182. But you should be careful with their songs because they can be either really happy and extremely depressive. And I think that's the definition of a good punk rock music. It has anything. But depressive is not about this album. So happy. So fine. And the riddle of Blink-182, they have such a superpower to sound like uh, some teenage summer that never ends. Maybe something like this. I think that some 41 has same feeling in their songs, but they do not scream about it and blink on 182. They just uh, scream to you through their songs. You're young, you're fine, you're stupid, you're kind. You do some weird stuff, you do mistakes, and I do too. So Nirvana is a great music for teens, but that's the music that gives you a vector to think about something global or sad, about anxiety, about love, in a very dramatic way. And Blink-182, they can make you sad, that make you overthink something, but also they give you an opportunity to relax and to forget anything that annoys you. Blink-182, that's the type of song that you listen to and you think, Oh, where is my scooter or skateboard? I want to take this from my wardrobe and ride through the streets like I'm 15 years old and uh, nothing can stop me. No one gonna stop me to do this because I feel so young. I feel so ridiculous maybe in some moments. I want to have fun. I want to have parties with my friends and so and so on. And Blur has also some kind and happy feeling in their songs, but... They're not screaming about this stupidity of use, about its freedom. 
You can feel free with Nirvana songs too, but I find them more epic in my in my view, only in my view, everything today especially is in my view. That's why this episode is called Special. And what the songs I do really like in this album, Animal of the State, What's My Age Again? I think that's my favorite song by Blink-182. In all the times, that's some anthem of youth that you, you can't disagree with it, you can't ignore it, just listen to this and love this. All the small things, mm, the party song, going away to college, and aliens exist. Oh, that's, that's a treasure. All oh, this album is exact treasure for me. And the songs on this album, they are too short. It has only half an hour in its length, only 35 minutes, but they are so great. Blink-182, thank you for this album. There is one more moment that I want to clarify. That's my opinion, but I do not think that albums that were released in 1999 are actually 19th music just because of every musical or another release. It has some tale of influence, like a comet, and if we listen to album from 1999, it has its tale in 2000s. Nirvana's Nevermind was released in 1992, and it had its tale for all the 90s, but albums from 1999, that's the end of 90s, and some gates from this age to another. That was my opinion one more time. Thank you for being here, dear listener. I just want to provide you more stories, more specials, more normal episodes. And it will be easy for me after your comments in Twitter. Please subscribe in Apple Podcast in YouTube channel and give me your opinions. 